Today on The Good Word, we're talking about death in its many regular forms. My parents used to make bread Saturday mornings, and it was always nice to wake up to the smell of baking bread. But when I got a little bit older, I got to help, and I was fascinated by the way the yeast would bubble and foam when we added it to the dough to rise. Yeast doesn't look like much, just a grainy powder, and it smells sort of funny. I didn't think much of it till my dad told me that the yeast was, in fact, alive. I didn't realize that feeding it sugar was literal. After my surprise, though, I couldn't help but feel a little sad. After all the work those little living organisms did to make the bread rise, we put it in the oven and kill it with the heat. You can't just keep using the same tiny organism over and over. I think my parents thought it was cute that I was worried about the yeast, but they assured me I didn't need to worry about the fungi in our food having an unfair life. For something so final and sometimes shocking, death has a natural place in the cycle of our daily lives. As much as we might want to avoid it, something as awful as death can have benefits. In this manner, the Lord's death saves us. His mortal end was excruciating, a gift granted to us selflessly to help us overcome another kind of death, spiritual death or separation from God. The death of the Savior Jesus Christ is something we view with reverence and gratitude for reasons explained in Helaman 14 of the Book of Mormon. For behold, he surely must die that salvation may come. Yea, it behooveth him and becometh expedient that he dieth, to bring to pass the resurrection of the dead, that thereby men may be brought into the presence of the Lord. Yea, behold, this death bringeth to pass the resurrection, and redeemeth all mankind from the first death, that spiritual death for all mankind by the fall of Adam being cut off from the presence of the Lord, are considered as dead, both as to things temporal and to things spiritual. But behold, the resurrection of Christ redeemeth mankind, yea, even all mankind, and bringeth them back into the presence of the Lord. We can't overcome spiritual death on our own. Because of the fallen state of man and mortality, we're fundamentally cut off from the presence of our Heavenly Father. But God is a God of life, and through His mastery of all things, including death, He's created a plan to allow us to return to Him, as spoken by Paul in Ephesians 2. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, but God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The promise of the Savior is simple. Although death is now a part of our lives, it won't always be. Death, in all of its forms, physical and spiritual included, doesn't need to be permanent thanks to the grace of the Lord. All people everywhere, regardless of their actions on earth, will be able to rise again free from the bonds of death due to the resurrection. It's how we follow the Lord in this life and the next that determines our proximity to Him. Until then, death is a familiar if not sometimes uncomfortable shadow in our lives, someday to be banished by the light of the Lord. And that's the good word.